And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. What up, everybody? And this week we are taking on The Office, Season 8, Episodes 9 and 10, Mrs. California and Christmas Wishes. Yo, we're getting through them like a uh, we're almost, freight train. We're almost done with this series. <laughs> but before we uh, do, dive into this week's episodes, Mare Bear, let everybody know what we talked about last show. Absolutely. So, Kev, last episode we talked about Episode 7, Pam's Replacement, <laughs> where uh, Pam is about to... To uh, tip over the iceberg, we'll say, <laughs> and uh, we find out that her replacement, Kathy, is a very attractive young woman who's mm-hmm. in very good shape, yeah. and she is bent on getting Jim to admit that he's attracted to her. Yeah. His very pregnant wife <laughs> wants him to admit to being attracted to a younger, in shape. Like she's almost woman. comically pregnant in these episodes. Yeah. like she looks like she's she, her body shape is cylinder. Like yeah, she, she, it almost looks like they have to sew sweaters but, together but for her to wear. But that's just like they're not doing her any favors by putting her in leggings and like that's the knee-length dresses. Like, oh my god, that's, they're just horrible. That's the comedy of it. It right. is because she looks as unattractive as possible. Oh, which totally Dwight, unappealing. Which Dwight tells her that because his only attractiveness would be to get her pregnant. And he's can't do that. Can't so. knock her up. Why bother? Mm. It's a slow decline. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> so anyway, um, we find out that Dwight. Does an at home or a, a, a lie detector test, which is really just a blood pressure cuff. Yeah, and we find out that Jim has high blood pressure. And Jim <gasps> and Pam forgets about everything. Yep. Yeah, because she doesn't want Jim to die. Uh, yeah, I know. Horrible woman. My right? God, he's dying. <laughs> does your dad have high blood pressure? <laughs> and then we went to Gettysburg. Yeah. So. Um, uh, this was, Jim left yeah. his very pregnant wife <laughs> to go on a three-hour road trip with his co-workers. Um, basically, Andy is trying to use this as an inspirational tool, a motivational tool, if you yeah. will. And um, nattiness ensues. Oh, Gabe does a rendition of Gabe. Abraham Lincoln. Gabe's life. the MVP, everybody. <laughs> that, and then when he was talking about pregnant women fetishes in the previous episode, yeah, Gabe was on point in these two episodes. He was yeah, awesome. Gabe was and uh, MVP. We're, we're going to be talking, I think, either this week or next week, more about Gabe. Yes, and he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like I think that's next week. You're thinking yeah, he snuck up on me, man. He did. But um, so basically they go to Gettysburg and again, we just have Jim say, yo man, everybody likes you as the boss. Nobody like, it's going to fuck, fuck you over. <laughs> we gave, we gave you a nerd dog tattoo. Yeah. Like get which over is, which it. Which is why like that was only like six weeks before that, that episode. And yeah. it's just like, it was like, okay, fuck it. Andy's an idiot. Okay. I got it. Like, yeah. It was a little bit of a repeat, yeah, I'm over but Andy. there were funny things that happened within the episode. Yeah. That... There's some. Shrewd Farms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shroot Farms was a the haven. Yeah. For the for fabulous. The, yes, for the fabulous yeah. during uh, the Civil War. Yeah. But anyway, that's basically what we missed on Glee. Yeah. Woo! So now we are at season nine, uh, eight, episode nine, Mrs. California. Yes, And sir. you're going to take it away. Go Absolutely. Ahead. So, guys, our cold open is Dwight has a new standing desk. And if you aren't familiar with that or if you don't work in an office that has those, basically... Yeah, I've had people... Have you used one? No, I haven't, but uh, we've had, like, in my office job, we did have to get them as an ADA um, accommodation. Oh, really? Yeah. People who can't sit? They can't sit for extended periods of time. 
Yeah. Really? Well, that would be but like, they can't yeah. stand all the time either. So basically, it's a desk. That Why don't you just give them like every fifteen minutes they go for a walk? Like I know because then that wouldn't be fair to everybody else. <laughs> oh my god! So basically, what it is is it's a desk that is basically on hydraulics, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can bring up to your height, and you can stand and work. And people say ergonomically, like it's supposed to be better for you. Your circulation is improved because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be sitting for that long of an like an extended period of time. But laying down is better. <laughs> but Dwight is, of course. A douchebag about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he starts talking shit to Jim like, oh, you're losing an hour of your life or a day of your life every hour you sit there. And it's like, what? <laughs> so then like Jim, of smoking. course. Yeah. <laughs> then Jim, of course, has to be like, well, you know, J- Dwight has just completely given up on sitting. He'll never do that again. So then we see Dwight like sneak into the break room and he's about to sit down and Daryl walks in. Mm. Um, and then... Like, he's literally, like, holding his back, like, oh, my God, he's in so much pain. I will say, there is a point where Dwight, when he's being douchey to everybody, is like, look at all of you people sitting down like a suicide cult. Yes. And Creed interjects, of course, whoa, whoa, you don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, yep. don't be going there. Right. He, he knows all about. nothing like that. He knows all about the cults, as we found out. So now, um, Jim is walking out of the kitchen, and Dwight is at his desk humming. Mm-hmm. And Jim notices that he's holding on to the standing desk, and he's—I <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck Dwight has up it's his like, pants. It's like a—it's cr- like a I, cane. I, I imagine it's with, a crutch with a seat on top. Yeah, yeah. But he's balancing on this this crutch or mm-hmm. cane or because it's coming whatever. out the bottom of his pants. Yeah. yeah. And um, so of course Jim goes over and he takes his wallet out of his pants. He's like. Prank. He throws all of his cash on the ground. And Dwight can't move because he's like the tin man, yeah. like sitting up precariously on this thing. He's like, has no yeah. range of motion. And Dwight's like, or Jim goes, well, it's not a big deal because you can just bend over and get it. Right, Dwight? <laughs> and he's like, of course I can because I'm standing. And he goes, sitting. And then Dwight's like, standing. So, of course, Jim goes over and he goes, you know I have to do this, right? And Dwight goes, I know. And Jim <laughs> kicks just, it out from under him and he goes down. And he's, that's, he's like Tessio in The Godfather <laughs> where he's like, refuses. Have, yeah, all right, I'll get in. You're going to kill me. Like, yeah. He's already for He's it. already given up. He's like, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> so awesome. And that's the uh, cold open. Pretty solid cold open, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So now, um, Andy <laughs> and Jim are in Andy's office and... Robert California comes Frantic. up and bangs on the door, like the windows. And um, I, this is reminiscent of when uh, Michael opened the window to tell Stanley, "Like <laughs> I knew you're, I know you're having an affair." Yeah. So basically, he's at those windows of the office, and he's like, "In four seconds, my wife will come up here. She wants to work here. Under no circumstances are you allowed to let that happen." Mm-hmm. And then you hear him go out, and he goes, "Honey, how did you miss the elevator?" <laughs> <laughs> like. You, what? Yeah. She it, didn't notice like, you sprint into the building and close the elevator doors on It's her. just like this insane, like, five seconds. It is. <clears throat> so now, Robert um, brings in his wife and introduces everybody to uh, Mrs. California. And she goes, you can call me Susan. Now, Kev, who is this actress? Uh, Maura Tierney. Uh, you may know her from, I think she was on ER for a while. But I, think so, I yeah. know her as the one and only mom from the movie Liar Liar with Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey yeah. Yes. She was great in that. She was awesome. Great straight lady. Yes, she is. Um, So she says, you can call me Susan. And Robert says that um, he wants Andy to take her around and show every, or like introduce her to everybody and find a nice place for her. Mm. 
And Andy immediately is just like, nope, we're 100% staffed. And Robert's like, I'm sure you can find something. Why don't He's, you take her around? And at this point, you think like, oh, Robert's j- Robert doesn't want it to seem like, he, o- like yeah. obvious. He's like, oh, we'll like do some window dressing here to make exactly. it seem that way. And Andy's like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do that. He's already, But you could tell that Andy's kind of flummoxed already. Like yeah. the look, because he's doing that <laughs> dumb grin with his teeth. You're like, oh, the fucking Bernard face. Like, yeah, the Bernard face. It's the worst. <laughs> so now Dwight goes into Daryl's office to inform him that he's opened a gym in the building. Because he said, I know you've been looking for somewhere to go to do your calisthenics. And aerobics. And aerobics. <laughs> and Daryl goes, weightlifting. <laughs> so now uh, we find out Dwight Schrute's gym for muscles <laughs> is open name. in the building. And they go to check it out. And basically, Dwight, he's like, this is the path from obesity. We go into this place. They, okay. It's farm equipment. <laughs> it is. It literally is. Like, So Dwight is going on about how obesity costs him more for the resources, and now he's going to turn fat to cash with mm-hmm. the gym. But, um... Oh, sorry, we didn't get to the gym yet. My bad. Guys. Oh, did we? Did. Oh, no, you led yeah. me there. Oh, no, I because know. he talks about how there are mass, bit larger people have massive BMs that <laughs> like, like put, tear the rivets yeah. out of his plumbing. And yeah, shit. they use more more freon, freon to keep them cool because yes. they're fat large. <laughs> so now Ryan is talking to Mister and Missus California, and she's like, "Oh, Brian, it was so nice to meet you." And he goes. Oh, my name's Ryan, actually. And she goes, oh, Ryan, I'm so sorry. And then he just does a talking head. His eyes are bugging on He just goes, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Like, she didn't even mean it. <laughs> no, like, it was like an honest mistake. And she actually apologized. <laughs> and he's just like, what a fucking bitch she is. <laughs> so now Andy begins the tour uh, at reception. And he's like, oh, who's ever heard of two sep- secretaries? That's a one-person place. And, Ro- of course, Robert's like, oh, two secretaries could... Bring an air of importance, though. And then he's like, I'm going to go run the company now. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. And so he takes him over to Jim, or to sales, and he's like, oh, Jim, tell her all about how hard sales are. It's the worst department. And he's relying on Jim because Jim was with him when Robert banged on the window. Exactly. So Jim is like, well, if you're in sales, you, you know, welcome to the world of rejection. And, of course, Dwight, who's trying to make a good impression interjects because he has no idea Robert doesn't want her there. And so he's trying to impress her and says that sales is the second easiest job in the world. And then he looks at the camera and says... Um, easiest is mom. E- yeah. First is mom. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's just like the first of many Dwight... Like, that was hilarious. Oh my god. I thought I laughed out Actually, loud. he didn't even say first. He no, just was... looked at the camera and goes, being a mom. Yeah, I like... seriously busted a gut laughing at that. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's just so... It's quintessential Dwight. Oh yeah, 100%. That's what it is. So now, um... Stick, Andy... n- stick your nipple in its mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> so now Andy tries to use Dwight's oddness mm. as like a way to deter her. And he, he's just like, oh, you're into farming equipment and, like, all this weird shit. Ranking animals. Yeah. And, um, but she, Survival like, skills. he's being so nice and everybody is. And she's playing along with it. And he's like, oh, we could have a beer and talk about ranking animals. And she goes, make mine a red wine and it's a date. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's being so polite. Polite. She's very pleasant. Yeah. yeah. And Andy's like, everybody's being so nice to her. They're nicer to her than they are to me, and I'm their boss. So now now we get to Dwight's gym. And um, first of all, let's 
just pulled a lay of the land here. Is Pretty sure cl- that this is where Michael Scott Paper Company was. Okay, the Club Disco or whatever. Club, club Disco, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, there's an axe in a log. A barbell that looks like an old tractor Yeah, axle, it's like an like axle. Like a wheel yeah. bearing. Yeah. Um, there's a gravel bucket squat yoke. Which is which, pretty good. It, this whole thing reminded me of Rocky Four when he goes to Russia and he's like working in the snow with like right. fucking like yokes and shit like that. That's right. what it looks like. And Daryl is just like not impressed. Then he takes him to like the phone book ripping station, the kin- tin cutting station. Yep. The kin cutting. Oh, tin cutting. <laughs> cutting tin. Whatever. But he's like, oh, you ever cut tin? Five minutes and your forearms are uh, burning. Fire. And he's like, plus, I'll buy back the tin for two cents a yard. <laughs> That's right. Con- like, consummate entrepreneur. Yes. And then he goes over the membership fees. He's responsible for the first and last month up front. It's $49 a month. Every third month is $59. But the fourth month is a deal at 19 And Daryl's like, dude, you know how gyms work. I'm not fucking paying for this. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody is. So, now Andy is back with Mr. and Mrs. California. Robert California. And Andy is really saying, like, listen, there's, like, no open position. She goes, well, I got along really well with Oscar. Shocker. <laughs> wow. And he's like, uh, we already are overstaffed on accountants, because I'm pretty sure Kevin's not a real yeah, accountant. He's like, we have a surplus of accountants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's like, all right, well, you know, there's sales. Like, I like shopping. Sales is the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, nah, we're good there, too. Like, just shutting everything down. So then Robert... He's like, I'm sure that there's something, Andy. He's like, no, there's really not. He goes, as the CEO, I'm telling you, you can find something because I will owe you one. Who doesn't want the CEO to owe them one? And he's like, what about an HR? And he's like, no, we're good on HR yeah. too, man. Like, and that, this is when Andy is just like really confused. because Robert's doing the Bernard like, smile. Robert's being very persistent. Like he wants his wife to get the job, mm-hmm. but he's not like letting up. Yeah. Like, the pedal is down all the way, and Andy's just, like, totally confused about it. And he's like, maybe he had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. So, Andy gives in. Yeah. And Robert's face Oh, my God. He just, it just drops. drops. He just stares at Andy like, I'm going to murder you. Yeah, I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> so, now, Andy is orienting her, and Robert calls his office phone, oh, yeah. and he goes, say hello, Grandma. Hi, Gam Gam. <laughs> And he basically says, like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Undo it. Now. As he's doing it, he's like, now say, take your pills, Grandma. Yeah. Or take your medication, Grandma. <laughs> How are your pills going, Grandma? Can you not say a single thing? Yeah. <laughs> How simple is it just to repeat what I'm telling you to say? <laughs> he's so angry. <laughs> and then, like, he hangs up, and she's like, oh, you didn't say goodbye to your Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we, we promise never to say goodbye. <laughs> awesome. It's so ridiculous. So now, Dwight is still trying to get people to sign up for his gym. And so he's now touting a deal of pay what you weigh. <laughs> um, and Oscar's... I love this little... Oscar's hilarious. I don't need another gym. I have enough drama. <laughs> Which, it just calls back to when they tried to find warehouse but guys. calves. Yeah. <laughs> calves or biceps. <laughs> like, which one? So now, um, Phyllis says, we have a gym at home called the bedroom disgusting listen i want a relationship like bob and phyllis oh constant like just exertion of the sexual organs constant (laughs) like perspiration it looks like passion it looks like fucking oil coming out of their foreheads they're sweating so much man fucking silk sheets (laughs) so now 
Kelly is eating like a brownie or a cookie or a chocolate bar. <laughs> and he's like, what about you, Kelly? And she's like, oh, I got these new sneakers. They're basically a gym for your feet. So <laughs> I'm good. What are those shoes? Those that... are the Skechers. That's right. Okay. They used to like, they're like art. It's like a. Joe Montana. It's like talk... a half moon. Yeah. Joe Montana used to like do commercials. Yeah. For we yeah. used to have them at Marshall's and you could like basically rock back and forth. And they said they would tone your derriere. It's the most ridiculous thing. It Joe, absolutely Joe, Joe is. Montana won four Super Bowls. It's like, best shit. <laughs> I've ever been in is walking in my sketches. I was like, is this, this is the most blatant false advertising like, I've ever the, seen in my that's life. That's the best you've ever been <laughs> in. Fucking really? insane. Um, and then, so Dwight is in a talking head and he goes, listen, first, if you want any business to be successful, you have to get the black people to do it. To get the white people to do it, and then stop getting the black people to do it. It's like the most outwardly racist thing. Well, it's the cynicism of like advertisers. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's hilarious. But it's when he lays it bare like that. Second time this episode, man. He's just laying it all out there. This is also when Oscar starts like doing a vignette in his oh. head out loud where he's like, oh, come on, watch Jeremy. No, you have to spot Clark. Or something. Yeah. He's like, he's like you can't call on that elliptical. Yeah. That elliptical is Jeremy's. And Angela's yeah. just like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's just like, he's stuck in the gym drama. <laughs> it's awesome. It's amazing. So now Toby is with Mrs. California and she's asking, he asked her about her passport and she goes, who just carries her passport around? He goes, well, I do. You're always ready for adventure. And she goes, how many adventures have you been on? He goes, none. Apparently, <laughs> Costa, Costa Rica. Rica means nothing to him Costa now. Rica, yeah, well, you put that when he ends up in traction yeah. or whatever, you have to fucking <laughs> Three days up. in. Yeah. <laughs> so now Andy's out in the uh, main office, and he's telling everybody, like, listen, Robert does not want her here. You have to be mean to her and drive her away. And they're all like, well, how mean? Or, like, at first, nobody wants to do it, but yeah. then they're like, how mean are you talking? He goes, it would be great if she'd be gone by lunch. <laughs> and it's like, wow. All right. Game fucking on. Right. So now, <laughs> they, they're they forcing her to share a desk with Kevin. Yes. Aaron gives her this tiny little stapler. Yeah, like, it's like your finger. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she doesn't even have a computer. Kevin, she's like, can't I sit at that empty desk that used to be Andy's? And mm-hmm. they're like, nope, that's a sales desk. Sorry. <laughs> She goes, but I don't even have a computer. And Kevin's like, listen, I'm, he tells her to be quiet. And he said, listen, if you have anything to say, raise your hand. And if you have a question, I'll answer it right now. I don't know. <laughs> Instead of like, everybody thinks it's going to be, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> so awesome. So everybody but Jim is being a dick to her. Mm-hmm. They're in the break room and Oscar's talking about Gerard, I his believe dog. is his dog's yeah. name. Which is some kind of toy breed because it's fitting in a ladle, <laughs> which like, is uh, stainless steel, William Sonoma. Yeah, please. oh, only the best. Yeah, please. I just, I just imagine like this dog the size of a chipmunk. Right, <laughs> it's insane. Basically, it's insanely small thing. But um, it, and like he has this BlackBerry with mm-hmm. a picture on it, and he's passing it around, and everybody is grabbing it out of the like away from her. So then Jim. Is like, I'm not going to be mean to this lady. Yeah. And he goes to show it to her. And Oscar, like, grabs the phone out of his hand. And she she's, like, starting to connect everything. Yeah, like, oh, people are being assholes. Yeah, like, she does a talking head. And she's like, listen, I remember I hated the boss's <clears throat> wife at my last job. <laughs> then again, the boss's wife was Robert's last wife. So <laughs> that, that makes sense. Awesome. So now Susan goes in and she's talking to Robert about the employees. He calls for Andy immediately. Mm-hmm. And Robert just straight up leaves. He's like, I have to get to the ATM before the homeless man sets up shop. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. So, 
she straight up asks um, if he wants her there. And uh, Andy's just like, oh, of course we do. Why? What's going on? And she basically just starts connecting the dots. Yeah, she and she knows. just straight up asks, like, did Robert have a hand in this? And Andy, like, folds like a cheap oh, chair. Yeah. Like a cheap plastic chair. Just... Sucks. Oh my god. Hey, a cheap Andy. suit, whatever cheap suit, yep. fucking thing you want to say, <laughs> he folds like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So, she already knows it's Robert's fault. Back at Dwight's gym, he built an actual gym yeah, now. Yeah, got all the equipment. It, yeah, it looks ri- like it looks nice. I would go there. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, D- Daryl is sitting there. He's doing, um, calf. Or, no, not quads. Calf, quads. The leg sorry. raises. Yeah. And but he's sitting there. He's on his phone, and um, it's on five pounds. Yeah, it's like <laughs> nothing. And um, everybody, <laughs> amazing, amazing. I'm sorry, something just happened here, and it was absolutely hilarious. Anyway, uh, do you want to continue, or you're gonna laugh yeah. at yourself? All right. Um, sorry guys, I I was I, <laughs> I had my leg up on the chair, and I felt something, and I. In my pants, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And in my calf was a dryer seat <laughs> that I just pulled out that I've been wearing these pants all day. Quite a, quite a magic trick you just produced there. <laughs> so anyway, um, Daryl is sitting there doing leg raises, sitting on his phone, and Dwight is just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And he goes, I'm getting my sweat on. <laughs> I just spent like 35 minutes on the treadmill, man. Because Dwight's like, you're, you're raising like fucking five pounds. And he goes, also, I watched you on the treadmill. It was actually eight minutes. <laughs> He's like all in his shit. Yeah, and, Dw- and Daryl's just like, I'm going to be here all week. You have to start off slow. It's fine. But Daryl or Dwight's just trying to motivate him, basically. He said, would LeBron James freak out <laughs> or uh, not try that like that? Yeah. And that's when Daryl goes... His name is LeJohn Brains. Yeah. And Dwight's like, I knew that. Like, Close just... enough. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. So now, Robert California returns, and his wife just basically calls him out on all of this she shit. She threw Andy under the bus. Oh, yeah, she did. And, um, let's see. Oh, after tricking him into it, because she, she, she's like, oh, honey, I don't think they want me here. Mm. Like, what can we do? And then he, she's just like, I know you did this. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting now. Andy's sitting in the middle of them. And Robert tells Andy to be honest, and Andy Andy's admits honest. everything. Yep. And then, so then Robert's like, "No, you're lying, Jim. Get in here." And he walks out, and he goes, "Aaron, where's Jim?" She goes, "He just crawled out the door. <laughs> I don't know." He, so now we see Robert on the phone with Hank, saying, "Shut down the building." So as Jim is trying to drive out of the parking lot, Hank is closing and locking the gate. He abandons his car, runs around the side of the building as Robert, Andy, and his wife come out. I love how they all walk out and Jim's car is just running there. Right, and with the like, door open. And Robert like, just goes, well, that's odd. <laughs> so now Jim runs away and he's climbing up the roof. He loses a shoe. Once he gets to the roof, Creed is up there flying a toy helicopter. <laughs> yes. And he's just like... Creed, if I was never here, and he goes, what about your friend? <laughs> Such a Creed thing to say because he's alone. Creed's also wearing like a trench coat. Right. Like it's fucking Columbine or something. Like it's oh insane. God. So now we're back at Dwight's gym and um, Dwight is showing Daryl how to stretch his pelvic bowl. Yes. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a going with it. pelvic bowl. So it's a pelvic floor for a woman. Okay. I don't know if that's different for a man. I, I To but, be honest with you, I haven't studied the male pelvis much yeah, in my lifetime. Neither have I. I'm really not sure. Um, and then we just see Gabe come in, who's apparently also a member, and he's like, sweet pelvic bowl, man. <laughs> he's all about like, it. Yeah. He's all about Dwight's pelvis work <laughs> regimen, workout <laughs> regimen. So now Jim is now coming down the internal um, entrance to the roof. The ladder, yeah. Yeah, and Robert, Andy, and his wife are all there <laughs> waiting, like laying in wait for him. Andy, like, drags him off yeah, the ladder. His as shoe. soon as he yeah. hears them, Jim starts going back up, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> get down here. So now we're in the conference room. And they're making Jim answer, and Jim is just trying to get out of it in any which way rambling. he can. Rambling. Totally rambling. Yeah, and he's like, just tell us the truth. And Jim goes, listen, my wife works here. I love that she works here. I love seeing her every day. She makes me work harder. Such a I wish I could see my wife right now. I wish I could leave here and see my wife. And they're just like, you're excused. Just leave. <laughs> like, because he's like, I did not want to get roped into this. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that. So now, Robert's wife leaves. She apologizes to Andy um, in the parking lot. No, no, wait. No, him and her left together. Oh, yeah, they both leave. But she's out. It looks like she drove her own car there. So she's out by her car, and Andy is leaving for the day. And she apologizes to him for putting him in, like, that position. Mm -hmm. And then he tells her that everybody but Robert wanted her to work there, um... And she's like, well, maybe a different time under different circumstances, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And she goes, it's a date. <laughs> and Andy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so now Dwight, we're back in Dwight's gym. And Daryl is doing a set on the bench. Yeah, bench pressing. And Dar- like Dwight's just like yelling at him and demeaning him. And he's like, I do not respond to this type of motivation. <laughs> so then... Dwight walks away, and Daryl's laying, like just laying there. He's like, Dwight, come here and spot me. I need you to spot me. So Dwight gets right in his face, and he's like, what's your goal? What's your goal? And we finally find out it's to look good for Val. <laughs> and Dwight goes, Val Kilmer? <laughs> Why mean, do you want to look good for Val, Val- Kilmer? <laughs> he's like, I'm going to make you the most, the, um, Oh, God, how, I forget how he said it exactly. Like, the best-looking guy for Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer ever. It, it should be noted also earlier in the episode when, they're like, right after he J- Dwight tells him he's going to do the gym, there's a talking head with B-roll of, like, Daryl in the warehouse with her. And he's, like... He's oh, like, he's covering his yeah, belly with every He's, like, holding object. a case of paper yeah. and hiding behind <laughs> shit. He doesn't want her to see his Willie the Poo, Winnie the Pooh gut, you know? But, oh, poor Daryl. It's a good, good... So what'd you give this one, dude? Four. Even. Nice. I liked it a lot. I gave it a 3.8. Yeah. I thought it was a really funny premise. I love oh, premise Mrs. Is great. California. The premise is great is because Robert California is so nuts that He's Andy, so liter- fucking insane. Andy literally doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> Even though he directly told him, his yes. actions dictate that Andy thought he wanted something yes. else. Yes. Well, I love how she even <clears throat> says, she's like, my husband's a very difficult man to read <laughs> yeah. sometimes. And he's like, he's an enigma. <laughs> he's Edward Nigma, the Riddler. Uh... Yeah. Then we'll cover that movie one day. The worst, God, so. the worst Batman movie. The worst Batman movie. Oh, that's it's worse than Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin has like fun stuff. Yeah, with Clooney bat fun. nipples. Come on, yeah. awesome. Arnold yeah. as Mister Freeze, where he's like chill out. <laughs> it's good shit. 
But uh, yeah, but this episode was great. The guest yeah. star was awesome. Yes. Uh, the shit with Jim running around. That was awesome. amazing. Going to the roof and everything, yeah. like abandoning his car in the oh, parking yeah. lot. Like he was so desperate that like nothing mattered. Nope. Nothing mattered except for him getting away from yeah. it. It's like when you're a kid and you like break a window and you just start running and you have nowhere where you're, you have no idea you where you're running. Where you're like, I'm running, run away, run away. Like, that's what it was like for him. Yeah, basically. But uh, the shit with the gym was great. That was great. Because yeah. you don't usually get like interaction with Dwight and Daryl. Yeah. And uh, they worked this really well. This week it's like heavy with Jim and, D- or Dwight and Daryl. Yeah, and it worked. It was yeah, awesome. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, overall, uh, the, sh- the shit when everybody's mean to her. Oh my everybody God. Everybody got a moment to shine. It was good. Yeah. Aaron, no, no Aaron in this episode, really. Very minimal, Aaron. Very, very minimal, which was nice. It was, because we're building up to oh. it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, overall, I, I love California. California oh is starting, God. him and Gabe are, like, climbing up my ranks of favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, they're so good. Yeah, I mean, if they had to replace Michael Scott with somebody, Robert California they, well, is definitely one of the best. They went with the best type of character, and that yes. was in 180 degrees in the other direction. Yes. Which is what they should have done, and I'm glad they did it. Absolutely. But, Very it, good choice by the uh, producers here. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's all I've got, dude. All right. So, You're going to tell us. Oh, well, I can tell us. Yeah, tell them. I'll get ready. Tell I'll get us. my paper ready. Tell us. Tell who. Who. What? <laughs> I why? I don't know. Guys, I can't speak anymore. She just pulled a dryer sheet out of the pants she's been wearing all day. She's a fucking mess. <laughs> She doesn't know what's up, what's down, what's Welcome in or out. Welcome to the Hot Mess Express, guys. So, guys, you can find us on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. Uh, when I remember to, I always post my favorite yes. screen grabs. <clears throat> Kevin always posts uh, what our newest podcast is going to be about that week. Oh, Gives yeah. you guys a little rundown. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. Kevin also comments on a lot of the wrestling feeds. Oh, I love wrestling, <laughs> yes. Um, and then you can always hit us up on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kevin, why don't you tell them where they can find the cast other <laughs> than where they're yeah. listening? Well, wherever you listen to it, it's good. Just subscribe there. But uh, we're on just about every uh, podcasting platform, whether you want to find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, whatever your uh, you know your des- destination, you can find us. You can fo- also find us each and every Monday on the Ginny Position podcast feed. Yep. You can find us as well as other great shows like Talking Pop, I think, <laughs> Geek and Sassy, <laughs> uh, Freak Out Driving, and more. Yeah. I think you'll uh, thank me later if you go and subscribe to them. You can listen to us too. Lots of good stuff. On Lots there. of good stuff from a lot of good people. So that brings us right up here to season eight, episode ten, Christmas Wishes, and this is the yearly Christmas special. Uh, we only have one more to go after this. I don't I know, know if you're sad or not about that. But, uh, so, basically, the cold open, Andy is granting holiday wishes for everyone as Santa Claus. And they're in the conference room, and Stanley starts going off about, because Andy calls it the holiday party, and (laughs) Stanley goes off, oh, "Oh, we know what holiday you're talking about. (laughs) I've been here for 18 years, I've seen a Moroccan Christmas, a Muslim Christmas, he's, like, going through all the stuff. A fiction Christmas, I want to know what that one was. That's Michael Scott. (laughs) But, like, he's going through all of this, and then we get a talking head with Jim where he said, for Stanley's birthday, I got him Lewis Black tickets. and like he's, Might have been a mistake. Yeah, and then like we see Stanley ending. He's like, I just want my Christmas. Baby Jesus in the manger. He's <laughs> like, going off. He's just doing like Who's a, that Black Santa for? It's not for me. Yeah, he's just going off. And like, Brian's just like looking at the camera like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just a Lewis Black-esque rant. Oh, it was amazing. It was good. Stanley's been getting a lot of uh, cold opens I lately. I like it. And he's, he's making them work. Yeah, he is. So Andy... 
for his Christmas, we go to the show proper opens. Yeah. Andy says his uh, Christmas wish for Meredith, he's going to be her uh, her, DD. Des- her designated driver for the Christmas party tonight. Uh, Dwight got an acre on the moon by the Sea of Tranquility, and he's, <laughs> he's jacked. Right across from it. And Andy wants everyone to get along with Jessica, his girlfriend. His very serious and girlfriend. Everybody seems like to not know who she is. He's like, Jim, you know who I'm talking about. He's like, that's your grandma, right? He's like, you know my great, my gam gam is Ruth. I introduced to yeah. you to her once on speakerphone. Come on. And that's when Creed pipes up. What's the deal with Ruth? Yeah. <laughs> He's like interested. So uh, Aaron does a talking head where she pretty much obviously doesn't want to meet Jessica. Uh, <laughs> your face right now. You're just rolling your eyes. Uh, Kelly offers her to be mean to her. Yeah. But like Aaron's like too nice. She's like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And that's when Robert California enters, and yes. he wishes a an Indian greeting to Kelly, who has no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. And Kevin hugs him because of his divorce. Looks like the e- Mrs. California will be leaving. Um, that's why she's setting up a date with Andy. Yeah. And like California goes on about how he hasn't had sex in ten days. Yeah. And he hated the co- company Christmas party because they had the Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> who are pop music for people who hate pop, rap music for people who hate rap, and rock music for people who hate rock. And I love Ryan. He's like, holy fuck, you're He gets right. it. He gets yeah. it. Um, so then uh, we see Andy with Jim and Dwight in the manager's office. Andy pulls out his hard-ass hat. Oh, which, my God. Do you remember, I think it's the Naked Gun movie. Uh, God, I think it's the third one where a trucker accosts Mrs. Drebin. And he has a shirt with a woman's chest. It's like a boob oh sticking God, out. Yes. It looked just like Andy's hard-ass hat. It did. It's like a trucker hat with an ass cheek. Ass cheeks. <laughs> protruding out of it but um that looked like tits i'm sorry it did it looked like tits and he basically says that kathy is fed up with jim and dwight's shenanigans and Mm -hmm. pranks and everything wants to leave the desk she wants to move over to the other desk clump with stanley and phyllis and he does she doesn't know about phyllis's farts yet apparently (laughs) yes and not only that but like jim and dwight are like pam puts up with it yeah (laughs) is it really that bad uh but andy says like he has to set an example and he will give the ex the Xmas the Christmas bonus of the one guy mm-hmm. to the other if one of them fucks up. Yep. So he's giving them consequences. There's stakes involved. Uh, Jessica arrives and mm-hmm. Aaron goes, "We don't say hi here. We hug." And she runs around the desk and hugs her. And then Andy comes out and introduces her to everybody. And Aaron fakes like she has scoliosis. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. Well, Andy comes out because he sees the two of them meeting his ex and his sex Oh, book. God. And he's like, oh, hope you're not talking about my penis. <laughs> God damn it. What an it. entrance. <laughs> that was funny. God damn it. But uh, Andy takes her away and is going to introduce her to people. Now we see Daryl down in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And he's inviting Val to the Christmas party upstairs. At, because she's foreman. <laughs> yeah. So, which begs the question... What the fuck does Daryl actually do? I then? don't know his job, and I'm it, too lazy is he to look. Logistics. Every like, week we do this, and we're too lazy. I know, but we didn't know that Val was like the actual foreman, though. Well, she they had to hire someone. I know, but I thought Daryl was the foreman. Daryl doesn't do a damn thing. No, he doesn't. He sits in his own office, and he doesn't have any title or <laughs> he gets, anything. Gets his own office. So um, Val goes, "Oh, I thought only popsicles went to that." You know, the people who work upstairs because they got sticks up their butt. And then <laughs> Nate chimes in. <laughs> I thought you called them popsicles because they were so rich they could eat popsicles all the time. All the time. <laughs> basically, like, he keeps interjecting as Daryl's trying to invite Val. Oh, my God. And, like, oh, you have cookies? And Daryl's thing, he's like, oh, it's real nice. You know, there's liquor, smoked fish. Yeah. <laughs> Can't cookies. Everybody dresses up. Yeah, he tells her everybody dresses nice to dress nice. Yeah. 
So. Well, and then Nate's like, I will look really nice for you, Daryl. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> Nate is so awesome. He's so he kind. Is. So we see um, Jim is walking into the office, and Dwight's not at his desk, but Dwight's wallet is there, and his email his email is open. Yes. Up. So Jim, like, bends over to start, and then he's like, wait, this is too clean. It turned around, Dwight's, like, in the annex, like, watching him, (laughs) trying to bait him like a bear trap. So the party has now started. I love how Jim goes, now I can't drink at this thing. I get really pranky when I drink. It's pranky. (laughs) So California's bartending the party. He's pouring shots. Aaron wants a cola. Do you notice what he's wearing underneath his sports It's a tracksuit, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like totally divorced guy, like chic right here. Dude, like depressed. Yeah. Like, I didn't even try today. Yeah, oh God. He really showed up like a fucking pedophile. <laughs> it's hilarious. So he pours shot, shots and he's like, Aaron, do you want to have an adult beverage? You're an yeah. adult at a party. You know, being all like You weird. came to the bar for a Coke when you could get that in the kitchen. Yeah. So she clangs uh, some shots down with others. Yeah, she does. And they're ready to do some more. So Jim is doing a credit card payment over the phone. He gives all his information, and he knows that Dwight Dwight's writing it all down. Literally. Like, he's not even covert at all. <laughs> so then he does a talking head where he said, Dwight sent $200 worth of flowers to Pam. My own From wife. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck even is that? And Dwight's like maniacally laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he got one over on him. Right. So uh, Val arrives now and she's wearing a gown. Dude. Like poor Val. slit in the dress and yeah. everything. And everybody's like, oh, what? Like, what? Why are you, right? Dancing yeah. with the stars. Yeah. Everybody's looking at her like she's got three heads. And Daryl tries to explain what he meant. He's just like, no, you like dress like a Ghostbuster every day. I just meant like wear a sweater or something. <laughs> and she's like, when does dressed up mean wear a sweater? Yeah, she's like all like, what the she's fuck? She's pissed. And, you know, Daryl knows he fucked up. Yeah. So Aaron does a, is doing a Stanley impression. Oh and my like, God. I want my sugar cookie. Like, <laughs> and then I want my nap. And it's the only time I ever saw Stanley. Well, no, uh, when they were at the... Uh, company picnic when he was watching Slum Duff and Dunder Mifflin Air when he's just like ha, ha, that yeah. is a riot like he's <laughs> laughing at it and um, Andy asks her about her drinking and she's like I've had a thousand yeah he's like maybe you should slow down and she's like don't tell me what to do I'm just joking and she runs away like a pixie literally runs away yeah. like a five year old would yeah. so we see Dwight yelling for help he's at his desk holding his hand and there's a porcupine in his drawer <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. And he says... He says that Jim put the porcupine... Well, do you have He was dr- reaching for his toothbrush okay, yeah, tooth powder. Tooth powder. <laughs> what the All fuck I could think that? of was when Michael was like, you brush your teeth with butter and mud yeah, or whatever. Yeah, clay. Yeah. So, um, and a porcupine jumped out of the drawer and quilled him. Quilled him. So, like, everybody's surrounded him, and he's trying to place it on Jim. Yeah. And Toby... he's like, oh, well... Jim knows that I have access to a porcupine. It would look too good. He's trying to frame me. Yeah. And Toby starts interjecting about his... Chad Flinderson. Chad Flinderman. His, uh, Flinderman. Is that a uh, his detective, detective novel. novel. And he starts saying how he's a black detective who... God, Graduated from Oxford, oh, yeah. but knows the streets. He's a, he's just as comfortable on Air Force One as a motorcycle. Yes. He's also a leading Egyptologist. <laughs> and um, he's like going on about this. And everybody's like, no, what? stop. Like Angela yells at him about his sex-driven black yeah. detective. He's like, no, the women chase him. He loves his wife. Yeah, he misses but, his wife. But then like Jim gets on the phone. He goes, uh, animal services, we have a very rabid porcupine here. And he goes, Dwight, were you quilled? Yes, I was. 
goes, oh, okay, what's its name? Henrietta. And then he hangs up and everybody's like, oh, Dwight. Like, But I love, because at first when he's like, we'll just call animal control. And Dwight's like, oh, no, I mean, it's kind of cute. Angela, don't you think it's cute? And she goes, porcupines don't have souls. Like, They're like dogs. Like dogs. <laughs> Which, I mean, Achilles is pretty soulless, right? He has such a heart, like a heart and soul. Oh, I like how you're going to say heart, but like leave out soul. Like Heart and soul. Make ex- <laughs> he's, he's soulless. Anyway, so uh, we see Aaron dancing crazily in the conference room. She's drunk as a fuck. She and looks dirty. Like her yeah, hair she, is it's down. It's kind of like that 130 white girl wasted thing Yeah, like you floor. really should be going yeah, home like right now. Yeah, like even the guys who are like of questionable Waiting. character. Well, yeah, yeah, even they're like, oh, I don't know about this one. Yeah, this one might cause issues, man. <laughs> so, um... She drunkenly huddles with Andy and Jessica. Ugh. And she's like, I love you guys. You guys are great. And she has them kiss. I want to see you kiss. Yeah. Like, ugh. And she's playing with Jessica's hair the whole time. It's Which weird. I, I think Andy's kind of thinking like, hey, something might happen here. <laughs> but, no, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a totally weird thing. And she's just drunk and like savage. And um, she runs back in. And Jessica's like, oh, she's that's the one you dated, huh? Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's not always like she's that. She's never like that. Yeah, so he, like, goes in to talk to her. And um, he questions her about her drinking. And he's like, maybe I can make you some oatmeal. And that's when Kevin just jumps in. Yo, are you talking oatmeal? Cause I, and he gives them an entire order yeah. for oatmeal. And that's when Andy is just like, you know, you, or not Andy. Yeah, Andy's like, you got to calm down. And yeah. she's like, oh, you didn't grant me my wish, my Christmas wish. He's like, what's that? She wishes Jessica was dead. With worms coming out of her mouth yeah, six feet below. My, my favorite is he was like, you don't really mean that. You just wish she wasn't here. And she's like, no, I wish she was in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is she says it's smiling. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yo, she's dark as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then like Andy gets pissed and tells her to get over it. They're not together anymore. And he leaves. And Aaron sits down like all bitchy. And that's when Kevin leans in and goes, there was talk of oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> So awesome. Amazing. So um, Phyllis compliments Val, tells her she looks like a princess, which makes her feel even worse. And we see in the background a conversation apparently between Daryl and Nate, (laughs) who dressed up. Explain Nate's costume. Okay, guys. So Nate's costume consists of a light green turtleneck. No, it's not light green. It's puke green. It's It's, like split pea soup. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pea soup green turtleneck. Like George Steinbrenner would never wear that turtleneck. With khakis, and then he has what appears to be a corduroy like jacket with the sleeves cut <laughs> yeah. off and a Christmas tree brooch that it's, I'm pretty sure our mom has. Our mom has worn that many Christmases <laughs> since 1993. But, but like that vest he's wearing, it literally is a blazer with no it sleeves. Is. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. That picture, he looks like oh god, he looks so special. Don't worry, guys, I got a good picture of the oh, outfit for you. It's so great. Like he he killed it with that. He outfit. really did. So. Uh, he, he wanted to look nice for Daryl. That's why. He told them that. <laughs> so Andy, Jessica, Oscar, and Phyllis are like having a nice little powwow in the corner talking. Yep. And Jim enters with a photo of Cece, or P.P. Halpert. Yeah, P.P. Halpert. And he shows her the, he's, he shows them the picture. He's like, somebody defaced this. And it's like, they drew, he drew like a goatee yeah, and like glass devil and devil horns. horns. Like made Cece look. Eyebrows. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my god, they're all offended. And Andy's like, that's a fireable offense. We yeah. know who did that. Yeah. And like Jim's like, oh, Whoa. you said, hey, no, you know, maybe like I know who has my back now. Yeah. And you know, maybe I didn't really like this picture. It was a little out of focus. He's like, maybe it was an accident. And Oscar's like, that's no accident. <laughs> he's like, oh, maybe had somebody just moved. I did it. <laughs> and they're like, what? And he just leaves. So uh, Dwight now 
shuts off the peanut steam uh, that's playing mm-hmm. on the boombox, throws the entire radio in the garbage. Yeah, and iPod he, and all. He puts up um, what looks to be a boombox that was used by one of the Joker's goons in 1989. <laughs> 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 and he starts playing Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Of course. And he's doing air guitar, and he is joined by Gabe, Creed, and Nate yes. as, the, as the second greatest air band of all time. <laughs> and they are just like... Ding, ding, yeah. ding. And Nate, does, he has one Nate. hand is playing piano, the other one is drumming. <laughs> and Gabe is like playing bass. It's fucking hilarious. But while this is going on, we see people exchanging gifts and mm-hmm. doing shit. The porcupine is eating a pie on the yeah. table. <laughs> uh, Meredith gives Jim a brochure for vasectomy. Oh my god, <laughs> it's fucking funny. But they end with like this big flourish, and they're like Dwight's on his knees, like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's good shit. It is. So. um Jim is walking through the kitchen where Andy is sitting quietly by himself. And Andy, like, says, hey, do you ever, like, you know, like, how friends have sex and they don't know if they can be friends? Do you think it's possible for friends who don't have sex to be friends? Jim's like, ah, I don't know how to answer that. And then Andy's like, you know, don't worry, I'm not going to give anybody's bonus away. Like, you and Dwight, you guys are good. It's causing more problems this way. Just be yourself, but don't let it affect your work. Just let Dwight know. And Jim's like, all right, Andy. Then he's like, (laughs) you're sitting and thinking. You're doing okay. I'll tell Dwight. Yeah. So, Ryan is at Kelly's computer and bitching about how her computer is just like a din of infestation for viruses because of the Kardashian links. And then Aaron walks in and says, it's on. And Kelly doesn't even bat. She drops everything. She just marches out. And Jessica is at the desk with, I think, Oscar and Phyllis and telling a story. And they're all like, oh, they're all laughing. They're all laughing. Having having a good time time and everything. And as soon as the laughter subsides a bit, Kelly just goes... Oh my god, Jessica, did you fart? <laughs> and, and everybody every- just looks at her yeah. like, oh my it's god. A- <laughs> the brakes are hit. So uh, we see Robert takes Aaron outside. He's talking to her about having a broken heart. and Yeah. How she, you know, actually, I kind of lost my train of thought here. Andy sees them from the window and I think gets kind of... Well, he probably thinks like, Aaron's really drunk and Robert's, Robert's really horny. And going to take advantage of yeah. it. Yeah. So he's like watching from the window with like a, a jaundice eye. Not mm-hmm. jaundice eye. I don't know. That phrase just popped in my head. I've yeah, heard not it. jaundice. Uh, you know, when I hear the word jaundice, I think of one thing. Y- yellow babies? No. There, do you remember when Charlie Sheen went off the deep end? Yes. And he had like that YouTube show, Sheen's Corner, for like three weeks. No. Where he was like going on there and like him uh, and his no, friends. No, but I'm pretty sure I know what we're reviewing next time. <laughs> yeah. Him and his friends would like sit in his living room and talk about shit. And the one, he's just in his, like into the webcam reciting this poem that he wrote like years ago. And all I remember, me and my friends still say it to each other. There's this one line where he just goes, canned slabs of jaundice gorilla pelts. What? <laughs> The fuck? Oh, Charlie Sheen, I love you. All right. He's HIV positive. Did He's you know that? Winning. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I had just graduated college at that point into uh-huh. the Great Recession. You know what? I that, understood him at that point. That saved me. <laughs> me and my friend on Friday nights, we'd get out of work and just watch Sheen videos, and it saved us. It was fantastic. Yep. So, um, back in the office, Toby is with Val. And talking about Chad Flenderson, or Flenderman, whatever its fucking name Flenderman. is. Flenderman. And um, Daryl walks in wearing a tuxedo to make her feel better. Aww. To which we get fucking Creed going, Woo, a real Clarence Thomas here. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, so Jessica is leaving. And Andy, because of uh, Meredith's wish, he's driving her drunk ass home. Dude. She's passed out on the floor like, oh, God, baby. Well, Jessica's like, why can't you just pay for her cab? Oh, and we think he's talking about Aaron. Because Aaron, yeah. Robert's walking out with her, yeah. 
But then we the camera pans down and Meredith's there going, Ah, they're going to drive. Yeah, she's like, it's either he drives or I drive. <laughs> it's no. fucking great. So he kisses her goodnight and he takes Meredith outside. Oh, and puts his bike in the trunk of her van. All she goes, my stuff, all the shit. My treasures. Up. It's like fucking hoarders. Well, that's what he said. He's like, my God, Meredith, you're a hoarder. She goes, I'm gonna sell it on eBay. Yeah, and it's just like a shower rack. It's like a hubcap. It's just Dude, like garbage. It's garbage. And like Andy's Santa suit is stuck on the bike. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a mess. So he's taking her home, but he tails Robert and Aaron. Yep. And he pulls over to watch, and Robert walks her out. Gives her a hug and is like, you know, take two aspirin, sleep in in the morning, get some yeah. water. And he, like, he's nice. He gives her a hug good night. Yeah. And then, you know, Andy's like, smiles, does the dumb Bernard face. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, awesome. And Meredith's like, oh, you think of what I'm thinking? Some sex? Oh, my God. <laughs> and well, I love how she's like, this ain't my block. Is this where the rich people live? And he's like, Meredith, shut your drunk hole right now. <laughs> so hilarious. So uh, the episode ends with Dwight waking up from a nap on his desk with idiot written on his forehead. <laughs> and uh, we find out that Jim didn't tell Dwight yeah. about the Oh, also, I should mention, when they're pulling out of the parking lot, uh, Andy and Meredith Dwight has spray paint he's yeah. painting the side of his car with Jim is awesome because yeah. he still thinks he's going to get Jim's bonus because Jim never told him so that's the end of the episode what'd you give it? I gave this one a 3.4 I gave it 3.6 so we're in the same wheelhouse same okay. ballpark so basically why did you give it that score okay Aaron being jealous is weird it's just kind of dumb because like literally their relationship ended like last season and isn't she also the one who said she's taking a break yes. she thinks she should be by herself yeah but now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe that she still loves Andy even yeah. though she said she didn't want to be with Andy yes so I'm confused and it feels like it was forever ago like it just feels so random that she's like, I want him back now. But at the same time, so the Halloween episode was what, four weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, because this is episode nine? Yeah. Ten. No, yeah, this is episode ten. Halloween was number five. So five weeks ago, we found out that she still did have feelings for him. Cause it's still, it's, like, but stupid, it, though. Yeah, but there was, like, no build-up to it. Like, we thought they yeah. were just friends. and. I don't know what to make of it. It just came out of nowhere. We also found out Andy had a friend. Yeah, and for her to act like that, like... It's just doesn't... It's not Aaron Not only Not only that, but it's not in... There's no storyline progression of that Mm -hmm. at all. Like, it seems like it was just thrown at you like, hey, remember for like a season and a half they were like crazy? Yeah. And now now it's back again, but Andy's being defensive because he has another girl who... It's just like a fucking mess. Like, I don't know what to make of it. It just seems like... It's tried and true they're for the writers. They're just throwing it at yeah. the wall. So they're like, hope it sticks. We know we do this, so like, just forget everything that happened before. Pretty much. So I mean, and I, then yeah. like, I mean, Robert's really funny, and I really liked like the Daryl Val and Nate stuff. Yeah, that was oh, Nate was awesome. Um, and the Jim Dwight pranks are always gold. Like those put two a, together are always good. I didn't think they'd do it after eight seasons, but they managed to put a different spin on it. Where now. They're trying not to prank each other. Yeah. They're pranking each other to not prank. Yes. It, which is a nice spin on it. I, I enjoyed it. I liked that. it. So overall, I mean, it was It was solid. a good episode. It was okay, it's just but it the was... whole Aaron, like, that being the main plot line, yeah. it was like... Especially because, like, last eh. episode, there was nothing. Yeah. Like, there, like I said, there's no progression. Like, sometimes with The Office, they kind of do this, just like, subtle... these plots. Well, they do, like, subtle sometimes mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about one in the next uh podcast one of the episodes they're like I, it doesn't go anywhere that i know of because yeah. I, I, these shows are new to me but like you could tell they're throwing a breadcrumb down and like they do that sometimes this one had nothing leading up to it i feel like this yeah. whole andy aaron thing because like i feel for the first part of season eight there was nothing with them it was just all andy trying to get acclimated and accepted yeah. 
Like, even when they were in Gettysburg, there was not one scene with the two of them. And now, all of a sudden, they love each other since, you know, it, it's just weird. He loved, or she loves him. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. But I get that maybe she, like, they, if they want to take the tact, like, oh, she's suppressing it because she's trying to be professional and trying not to be vulnerable to him in that. But when she's drunk and it comes out, you know, like, how they say alcohol is the truth serum. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. And, like, but... that's why it came out like it did in this episode. Because she did drop her in- inhibitions. Because Aaron doesn't drink and do, like, that shit. So when she did hear, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also still kind of loopy, in a way. Yeah. So... I didn't really enjoy it, to be honest. That's fair. So, well, do you want to talk about anything else? Nope. You want to talk I about got... Daryl getting Val? <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, there's going to be more of that next week, too. Yeah, there is. All right. So tell everybody what we're watching. All right, guys. So next week, we are discussing episode 11, Trivia, and episode 12, Pool Partay. I cannot wait for those. Yes. Well, I can't wait for the second one, at least, because <laughs> I've watched it once. I didn't take notes yet, but I watched it. So. But, guys, you yes. can always find us on Twitter, at Podcast. Again, we post our favorite screen grabs from there. Um, and also, you can reach out to us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kevin, tell them where to find us. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You'll enjoy us. Subscribe to the show today. Smash that subscribe tell button. Tell your friends. Uh, subscribe to the Jenny Position podcast feed. You can find us there each and every Monday, as well as other great shows throughout the week, such as Geek and Sassy, Talking Pop, Freak Out Driving, Journey Through Infinity, and more. Hootie hoo. Yeah, so tell your friends, tell your family, tell your acquaintances, your neighbors, your, your coworkers, coworkers, anybody. There's some random guy walking a dog on the street and say, hey, yo, you look like you look like Creed. You want to listen to a show about him? And, you know, that'd be great. We'd appreciate it if you'd share the show around, help us grow. That means a lot to us. So, yep. I guess that's it, guys. So. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks yep. so much.